coughing, sore throat, runny nose, body aches and fatigue. The classic collection of symptoms synonymous with an acute respiratory tract infection. From the common cold right through to the flu, it is something most people are faced with many times in their lives. So what role nutrition, in particular micronutrient supplements, in helping to bolster your immune system to stop you from getting sick in the first place, or helping to fight off an illness once an infection takes hold? In this podcast, I'll look at the current state of play for the role of supplemental vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc in tackling acute respiratory tract infections. Welcome to the Thinking Nutrition Podcast. My name is Tim Crow, and I'm a career researcher, educator, and science communicator with most of this spent in the field of nutrition. How do you make sense of so much conflicting information in the field of nutrition? While I don't profess to have all the answers in an area that is continually changing as research changes, you can count on what is covered in this podcast to be based on the whole field of nutrition science, not just selective areas that support a particular way of thinking. And this podcast will always be free from any commercial product tie-ins, endorsements or advertisements. Just credible nutrition science presented in plain and simple language and then translating this into what it means for your health. So, on with today's show. Acute respiratory tract infections are a leading cause of ill health and death globally. The main cause of respiratory tract infections are viruses, which include rhinovirus, the coronavirus family, which can cause the common cold right through to COVID-19, and of course the influenza virus. The classic symptoms of an ARI include coughing, sore throat, nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and fever. But in some cases, respiratory tract infections can become life-threatening, especially in people with an underlying health condition or a weakened immune system. Think about the world yearly death toll just from influenza. So outside of social distancing, hand washing, and potentially face masks, what role could nutrition, particularly micronutrients, play in helping reduce the risk of contracting an acute respiratory tract infection? And further, what role could micronutrients play in treating such an infection? With decades of research, three key nutrients surface, and they are vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. So before I jump into the current evidence base for the potential benefits of these nutrients in treating respiratory tract infections, I'm going to cover what research has said about these nutrients in the past. And the first one is vitamin C, the ever-popular go-to supplement to help prevent and treat the common cold. Vitamin C levels can decrease in immune cells during the common cold, so supplementation could help improve the vitamin C status of these immune cells. But research supporting such claims have been conflicting and controversial. Most studies find no relationship between vitamin C and the occurrence of the common cold. Some studies do though show a benefit, but only in a small, specific population undergoing severe physical stress, such as elite endurance athletes. 
So here, the effect is not really generalizable to most people, as vitamin C has not been shown to prevent colds in the general community. Now, a major Cochrane review of 42 studies on vitamin C in the treatment and prevention of the common cold was published in 2013, and it found no consistent effect of vitamin C in reducing the risk of getting a cold. It did, though, find a very small benefit for taking vitamin C in reducing how long you have a cold for, which was about an 8% shorter duration for adults and 14% shorter duration for children. And I'll link to this review in the show notes. So there could be something to be said for taking some vitamin C once the symptoms of a cold appear, but the benefit is pretty small. The overall conclusion from the review is that routine vitamin C supplementation is not justified for the general population. However, supplementation may be of benefit in some groups, such as athletes undergoing periods of intense training, as severe physical exercise can suppress the immune system. Now, while vitamin C gets most of the attention when it comes to treating and preventing the common cold, zinc also is a common supplement taken to help treat a cold. The use of zinc lozenges within 24 hours of the onset of cold symptoms and continued for every two to three hours until symptoms resolve has been advocated for reducing the duration of the common cold for many years. And despite the popularity of zinc supplements, controversy over their effectiveness in treating the common cold has raged for decades. A 2017 systematic review and meta-analyses attempted to sort through the confusion. And I'll link to this review in the show notes. A review of data from seven clinical trials suggests that zinc supplements given within hours of the onset of the symptoms of a cold can reduce the duration of the illness by about a third. There was no evidence, though, that zinc doses over 100 milligrams per day can lead to a greater benefit in the treatment of the common cold, with most trials using doses of zinc in the range of 80 to 92 milligrams per day. Now, these sorts of doses are only meant to be used for a short time, as all of them are well above what is considered an upper level of safe intake. Adverse events associated with chronic intake of supplemental zinc include suppression of the immune system, a decrease in high-density lipoprotein cholesterol, and reduced copper status. Both zinc acetate and zinc gluconate formulations show a benefit, with a slight, non-significant greater benefit seen with the zinc acetate form. But even with the positive findings from this review, because of the differences in study populations, dosages, formulations, and duration of treatment, it is difficult at this stage to make firm recommendations about the dose, formulation, and duration that should be used for the general public. But there does appear to be a benefit of zinc here. And who would not want to have their cough, sniffles, and aching body symptoms relieved and back to normal human functioning quicker? Next, we have vitamin D. One piece of clinical evidence to support a link between vitamin D and respiratory tract infections, in particular influenza, 
came from studies looking at vitamin D supplementation and the prevention of osteoporosis. These studies showed an interesting finding that people allocated to take vitamin D supplements were three times less likely to report suffering from colds and flu symptoms. Other studies have also seen a correlation between low serum vitamin D levels and a higher risk of influenza. And adding more weight to the evidence, a purpose-designed clinical trial found that children given a daily vitamin D supplement during winter were 42% less likely to become infected with seasonal flu, compared to those that were given a placebo. But because of differing trial designs and dosage levels, not all such trials have found a positive result. It does, though, open the door to a potentially effective way to keep the immune system at normal function for people going into the flu season, especially for those at greater risk of being infected. In one recent 2019 systematic review of 25 randomized controlled trials did find that vitamin D supplementation appeared to show some degree of protection against acute respiratory tract infections. But this was mostly in people who were considered very deficient in vitamin D to start with. And I'll link to this study in the show notes. So to be clear, vitamin D supplements are not some magical protection nor cure for respiratory viruses. But if you are faced with extended periods of getting less sun from self-enforced social isolation, then it is worth being mindful that you shouldn't neglect getting outdoors if you can to get some sun during the day. Okay, so it seems that there is something to the story that vitamin C, zinc and vitamin D supplementation may have some benefits for preventing and treating acute respiratory tract infections. But research is never static. And now for the most recent comprehensive review published at the start of 2021, which was designed to synthesize the current evidence from randomized controlled trials on micronutrient supplementation to prevent and treat acute respiratory tract infections in adults. And I'll link to this major review in the show notes. All up, 70 randomized controlled trials were included in the review using a whole range of micronutrients. But it was vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc that had sufficient clinical trials to make it worth combining the results. And here are the findings. Vitamin C supplementation showed a pretty small but significant effect on reducing the risk of developing a respiratory tract infection by 4%. The duration of symptoms was also cut, but by 9%. Interestingly, the effect was greater in men than in women. And then there was vitamin D, which could reduce the risk of developing a respiratory infection, but by only a tiny 3% with the duration of the infection reduced by about 6%. Although the effect may have been a bit stronger when studies were removed that relied on a self-reported diagnosis of an infection compared to a laboratory-diagnosed one. Also, the dose seemed to be important, with greater benefits seen at doses above 2,000 international units of vitamin D each day. Now, the news on zinc was that it considerably reduced the duration of respiratory infections by almost half, but had little benefit 
on reducing the risk of being infected in the first place. So the effect of zinc on reducing the duration of symptoms was really the standout finding from the review, as both vitamin C and vitamin D were very much bit players here. As for reducing the risk of infection in the first place, none of the nutrients seem to be standout choices that we'd recommend a person to take long-term for a tiny theoretical benefit of reducing the odds of illness. And this is a nice example where statistical significance does not always equate to clinical significance. The results of this new analysis agree fairly well with previous studies. Overall, there is moderate evidence that zinc, vitamin C and vitamin D may help treat acute respiratory infections and that vitamin C and vitamin D may help prevent them by a small amount. Yet, everybody's mileage will vary and if you're eating well and healthy and getting plenty of vitamin C and zinc in your diet and vitamin D from the sun, then supplementation may not do a lot in helping lower your risk of getting an infection. Once you do come down with a respiratory infection though, there certainly may be a case to consider perhaps trying some of the supplements, especially zinc, if it is going to help shorten how long you have to endure the crappy symptoms you know too well. So that's it for today's show. You can find the show notes either in the app you're listening to this podcast on if it supports it, or else head over to my webpage at thinkingnutrition.com.au and click on the podcast section to find this episode to read the show notes. If you find this podcast of value, then please consider sharing it with your friends and colleagues, or maybe even leave a review. This all helps increase the ranking and reach of the podcast, which means a big win for credible, evidence-based nutrition messages while helping to dilute out the crazy and making the world a slightly less confusing place. I'm Tim Crow, and you've been listening to Thinking Nutrition. Thank you.